Well, we know that spinach is a superfood, but that may become one of the biggest understatements of the last decade when you hear what they've been doing with it at Massachusetts Worcester Polytechnic Institute. We're joined now by Professor Glenn Gadet. Welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here. Tell us, what did you do to the spinach? So um, what we did with the spinach is we got rid of the spinach cells and we seeded human cells uh, on top of the uh, scaffold left behind by the spinach leaf. And we were actually able to use the veins that are native to the leaf as a method for perfusing the leaf and perfusing the cells with uh, fluid. So that would be blood. Yeah, we didn't actually use blood. We used red dye and we used uh, what we call microspheres, uh, small particles that are the same size as blood cells Mm -hmm. to make sure that they could pass through the leaf vein and they passed through with no problem. But the craziest thing is you got it beating. How do you get a spinach leaf to beat with, with human cells like a human heart without blood? Um, so the first thing you need to do is uh, get the, the cells. And so we actually get the cells from uh, Mike LaFlemme up there at uh, Toronto General Hospital, a uh, collaborator of ours. And when he ships the cells down here, we thaw them out. They start, uh, they start contracting. And so we put those onto the leaf itself. And so the reason why we get rid of the spinach cells is because this, the cells themselves are what normally get rejected mm-hmm. by, the, uh, by the body. So we get rid of those cells. And then the human cells actually like the cellulose that's left behind by, uh, from the uh, spinach leaf. And so then we can just uh, cannulate it um, until we stick a small needle into the end of the leaf. And so next time you're eating a spinach salad, if you happen to take a look at the end of the leaf, you might see the little uh, hole on the end that there opens up to the veins, essentially, in the leaf. I have never noticed that before, but you know what I'm going to be doing tonight during dinner. Um, <laughs> you know, is that why you use spinach and not romaine or a Boston lettuce? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we just, when you look at the spinach and you actually hold it up to the light, you can actually see the veins and how they branch. And the fluid dynamics in the spinach leaf is similar to the fluid dynamics in a human heart. And so that was part of the reason why we used it. We liked the size and the shape of it. Uh, but if we were looking to uh, do a larger thickness uh, pl- uh, patch, we could stack these leaves on top of each other, for example. Or we could use a totally different plant. Wow. If you ever wondered what scientists do when they play with their food. <laughs> that is yeah. amazing. So how long does the process take? Uh, we have it down to about a day now. But initially, it took us about uh, five days to get rid of all the spinach cells. Um, and it's, we, we wash them out with uh, a detergent similar to, to soap. You're still in lab tests. And so I'm guessing you're going to move on to some sort of live uh, being soon, are you? Well, yeah, we're, we're going to uh, start doing some biocompatibility testing. And so we want to make sure that uh, the environment that the decellularized spinach leaf uh, will be in when it's implanted uh, in the body is healthy and that those cells continue to um, uh, contract or perform whatever function they normally perform. And so we want to make sure that there's no biocompatibility issues. There's actually cellulose is a, a material that's already used in other medical applications. So like we're certainly what? not expecting uh, sutures, gauze. Um, there are other scaffolds that have cellulose in them. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Professor Glenn Gadet, who's one of the folks that's turned spinach leaves into heart tissue. I'm guessing that because you're, you're you know, building with tissue and you've already mentioned that the, the, you could use, you know, someone's own cells, there's less of a chance of rejection if you're using something like this as a transplant. 
Exactly. And that's one of the great things about uh, working with a guy like Mike LaFlemme is that he's taking uh, human cells and he's genetically manipulating them and getting them to turn into these contractile uh, cardiac myocytes, which uh, then we can put on the spinach leaf. How could this change the future of cardiac surgery? Well, one of the big problems in, in heart disease is part of the heart after a heart attack no longer contracts. And so our, our long-term goal is to take these decellularized spinach leaves with the, you know, the person's own contracting cells on them and to use that as a patch to patch over that dead part of the heart so that it can start contracting again. That's fascinating. This would be, it seems like it would be more, a more affordable option. Oh, definitely. It's, I mean, you know, from a head of spinach, you know, we could get several patches. Um, and the, pr- the procedure itself, we don't use any expensive chemicals. It's all pretty straightforward. Um, so we really think that it is a, uh, a very affordable um, technology, and it's abundant. What application could this be used in in the future moving forward? Could you see creating other organ tissues? Yeah, we've looked at uh, parsley stems to uh, create blood vessels, and so we've done a very similar process with that, and we've seeded that with uh, endothelial cells, which are the cells that line blood vessels. And our colleagues uh, at the University of Wisconsin are looking at bamboo as a potential for bone replacement. Gives a whole new uh, meaning to you are what you eat. Yes, It's just amazing. Is the end goal to produce an actual heart that could actually be transplanted into a human? With spinach uh, leaves? Well, right now we're focused more on a patch because mm-hmm. you know, most heart attacks are regional uh, events, and so they, they focus on part of the heart. And so if we were able to have a patch to either cut out that existing tissue or you know, give this to the surgeon so that they could sew on the, the dead part of the heart and then have that um, vein, the, the spinach leaf vein, be able to uh, attach that to the arterial system, to the blood flow in the patient, then we'd be able to have a patch that is perfused with blood right away when it's implanted. And the cells need that blood flow in order to stay alive. What's the reaction you're getting from the medical community on this discovery? Uh, it's it's uh, been uh, fantastic. Uh, a lot of con- uh, congratulations for this. The My favorite uh, response, though, is, wow, I can't believe, you know, we didn't think of that. Um, and a lot of times, to me, that's uh, where the innovation comes is just looking at uh, everyday things and looking at them for, for different purposes, and that's kind of what we're doing here. Professor um, Gadette, did you think of it? Did you come up with this idea? Uh, it was a really a team effort, and so we traveled to Arkansas State University where they have some plant experts, and then to University of Wisconsin uh, where they have some stem cell experts, and then came back and uh, we thought about decellularizing plants, but it wasn't until uh, lunch one day with my PhD student, uh, Josh Gerschlack, that we said, hey, I think this spinach might be exactly what we're looking for. Wow. The lunch lady saves the day. I really appreciate you joining us. I love the Toronto connection as well. Oh, great. Thanks. Well, we couldn't do it without, uh, without you folks in Toronto. So, Well, thanks so much. You have yourself a fantastic afternoon and thanks for your time. All right. Thank you. How cool is that? Amazing, right? Crescent's Cut's coming up. Hey, it's things on a stick day. Will he touch on that as far as the best and the worst noise the internet has to offer? Find out next. Talk Radio, AM640, Tirana.